Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Open your hearts and loosen your butts. It's time for Couples Therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situationships and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, tech sex, regrets, so feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's Hello, everyone, and welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Naomi. And my name is Andy. And we're a real-life couple. Real-life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we answer a couple of questions from a couple of different listeners. Happy Black History Month! Happy Black History Month! <laughs> That's like actually a perfect encapsulation of what happens when white people co-op black culture. <laughs> Mm -hmm. we are both we're so we are recording this intro around pet dinner time and we are both keeping one eye on each other and one eye on mabel who is slowly encroaching on Prembly. right mabel has finished her meal she finishes her food in 60 seconds and then you have to spend the rest of the time making Mm -hmm. sure she doesn't try to go after cat food Mm -hmm. gone in 60 seconds that's not about nick cage it's about mabel I never saw that movie. Wasn't Angelina Jolie in it? You could say anything about it, and I would be like, <laughs> it's about cars, I think. That's about all I know. <laughs> I, I, I did see it at one point in my life, but uh, 
Naomi. What, Andy? Before we get into today's festivities, someone <laughs> sent in a question for you. Oh, a cue for me? A cue for you, and I, I thought it was worth playing, so here we go. Okay. Naomi, I just loved seeing you on my TV this weekend when I hardcore binged Search Party. It was like a jolt to my serotonin production to watch you. My question is... What's it like working with Joe Para? And is he really like that? I love you. Bye. <laughs> so, what is comedian and actor Joe Para like? Mm. Uh, who played? So, yeah, the episode of Search Party was me, Joe Para, and Whitmer Thomas, and we played. We played forensic pathologists, and we were, you know, towards the end of the season. Um, what's Joe? Yes, Joe Para is like that. Yeah, Joe Perry is like that. I think a little less mumbly IRL, but just as you know, subdued and quiet. I mean, he is not here to try to impress anybody or do a little show. You know what I mean? Like he is just chilling, and yeah, it's not fake. It is the actual. That's the man. That's the man. You get what you get, and you don't get upset when you're hanging with Joe Para. <laughs> Do you remember? So years ago, when this was a live show in the back of a East Village bar, he did the live show. Yes, you know, and remember, it was mostly it was it was the same kind of thing. You know, people talking about their relationships with their friends. Yeah, comics doing sets together. Uh, uh, it said him and his friend told a long story. Oh, I believe yeah. they just told a like I mean literally like I mean a fictional story. Yeah, fictional. <laughs> they did not. Yeah, they're like we're not gonna. We're not going to reveal ourselves to you. It was just... <laughs> and that is Joe Barra. What a good cue. Thanks so much for calling. Uh, and you know, of course, Naomi, we also encourage people to call in, not just with questions for you about what it's like working with Joe Barra. Of course. Or what's it like working with Connor O'Malley or <laughs> <laughs> any other of the weird whites. We also encourage people to call in if they have either updates, updates. If, they, if, if we've given someone advice and they've taken that advice or haven't taken it, but still managed to get to the other side. Yeah. Or if they have comments on the advice that we give, if they have their own take something we haven't thought of perhaps. Yeah. yeah right? If you're thinking outside the box, if you're coming at us with a personal experience, a couple episodes ago, we had our dear friend, Jeff Hiller on the show and someone called in and asked, how do they find a therapist that is, uh, let's say, proficient in, say, queer issues? Yes. All right? Uh-huh. Um, and a, a bunch of people since then have called in with, like, different different ways to find therapists or different okay. things you can do to find therapists. We love that. So I want to play just a couple of those here because it's stuff that we did not think of. Mm-hmm. Hi, Naomi and Andy. It's your CTQC pal, Women Blazers, uh, with a follow-up to the advice question asked on Jeff Hiller's episode, um, the person had called about trying to find a therapist that matches their needs. Um, and I promise this isn't a paid ad. I just really like that this directory exists. Um, it's called inclusivetherapist.com. Um, and you can, like, select a specialty for the person you're looking for, and you can search for, like, just about anything that one would seek out therapy for. It's pretty impressive. Um, I also wanted to add that some therapists will do, like, a brief getting-to-know-you call before you decide to work with them, which can help suss out if they're a good match for you. Um, Sadly, it's a lot like dating, but I really hope that that person is able to find their perfect therapeutic relationship. Love you guys. Bye. 
Oh my God, so sweet. Inclusivetherapist.com. Yes, and uh, another caller called in uh, to just uh, piggyback on that, uh, mm. that initial phone call thing. Uh, they had some thoughts. Here we go. Do not be afraid to interview your therapist. Don't just think that, like, going into it, you know, you find this one person, you got to stick with them. It really is a very personal relationship and it needs to work for you 100% so that you're comfortable, you know, speaking with them about everything so that they can actually help you and work with you. Um, you know, I know it took me a few tries to find somebody that worked with me well, um, because, you know, I had a few specific things I wanted to make sure that they were cool with before we started our relationship. So I think, you know, doing a little, you know, phone interview with them beforehand or even just giving it a few sessions to feel it out and make sure everybody feels good about it uh, is super important. And, like, don't feel bad about telling them it's just not working for you because, you were the client, and it is most. You were the most important person in the situation, and it needed to work for you. Um, so yeah, good luck to uh, that caller, and love you both dearly. Okay, bye bye. I love when people end their calls with "love you." <laughs> it makes me feel very good. Also, that was very good advice. But I will tell you this: you know what I started thinking about? Mm-hmm. Therapists should have tip jars. And like when they it's a really good session or they've really helped you, I think they should be like, put, put something in a tip jar. <laughs> Don't you think? Like you're done and you're like, oh, that's our hour or 50 minutes or whatever the heck. And then they just tap the tip jar. <laughs> like if you had a breakthrough. Exactly. If you had a breakthrough, you know, and just like whatever you have in there, you know what I mean? Like it's not required. It's just like, you know, you tip for exceptional service. And when you tip, do you tip 20% or do you just like throw a dollar? In? Like Whatever it, you've got, whatever like feels right to, to you. Like you dip your head in your pocket. If you've got some change, you toss it in? Maybe. I don't know about that. It's not showtime, you know? Um, but yeah, I don't know. Wait, I just like, no, think should be. But what time is it then? If it's not showtime, what time is it? I only know what time. <laughs> uh, of course, only people who have been in the New York subway... <laughs> Uh, express train between 59th and 125th will get that <laughs> by the way if you are feeling anxiety i gotta tell you that uh it while one of those comments was playing i did go and pick up prembley's food so mabel did not eat prembley's food in case you were feeling anxiety <laughs> you the listener yeah, like what's gonna, happen? what's gonna happen what's gonna happen oh my goodness now naomi uh also you know we have so many good friends and they have so many great projects one of our good friends, River Butcher. Yes. River Butcher has a half hour special out with Comedy Central. You can watch it online at youtube.com slash standup. Yes, honey. River Butcher is giving us the best. So absolutely watch it online only. YouTube.com slash standup to check out his new half hour. I saw a clip. It was so funny. It's super fun. We love him. So excited. And, and also, uh, River will be on the show coming up. Yeah, we've got an episode coming up with River, but I just had to let you know about that half hour. And then also, I'd love to let you know about the 12th anniversary of Andy's podcast beginnings. Oh, uh, Andy, you think I didn't know your podcast anniversary, Aww. baby? Yeah, it just came out. I'm very excited. This is uh, John Linnell from They Might Be Giants. You love They Might Be Giants. I this do. is a huge get. Uh, 
Yeah, and it was a great interview. It was a really great interview, so I was very psyched. Uh, yeah, beginningspod.com, wherever you get your podcast from. It was a really good talk. You know what else was a really good talk, Naomi? Today's episode! Uh, no, honey, we are here talking to the one, the only, my new favorite person, Brisha Webb. Yes. You know Brisha, maybe from the new show, Run the World, mm-hmm. on Stars. You've also seen her on Sherman Showcase. Mm-hmm. You've seen her on The Last OG. Mm-hmm. She is out here doing the work, booked, busy, blessed, and so... So, so fun. So you know what? Without further ado, roll it. Now I'm going to ask you a question of the two of us. Who do you think binge watched within a couple days run the world? Tell <laughs> me hands down. No, I didn't binge. Mm. One moment at a time. This one could hey, stop. Are you serious? Could yeah. not stop. I was like, take it slow. Yeah. Take it slow. No, no, no. Not even Drew. Thank you you so much, Andy. Thumbs up. So appreciate. I was like, Naomi, you're a black woman. You understand? But she's like, girl, I live this life. I don't need to see it. No, I do. But I'm like, it's so funny because like I, when I find a show, I like to go slow and steady, especially nowadays because there's nothing else to do. You yeah, know what I mean? you, gotta pay, you gotta pace yourself. I've been really trying to pace myself. And oh, yeah. so- I mean, Sex in the City reboot is making me pace myself. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm happy about that. I mean, I love Sex in the City, but not as much as I love our show. <laughs> Ain't that right? Yes. Ain't that right? <laughs> and just like that is making me pace it so much, I may never finish. <laughs> I was like, they got to episode eight, and I was like, well, how many of there are there? Like, how many are they yeah. doing? Like, how many? Like, I feel like they're forcing so much into one episode. I just want to see it all. Now, you guys are both younger than me, so I got a question for oh, you. Oh, my goodness. Both. Oh, wow. Thank you for assuming. Oh, I can oh, tell I you're younger. I can see the light in your eyes, Brisha. <laughs> you're just okay. young and full of hope. I know I'll it. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, this happens somewhat often, but just before we started recording, I looked at the Instagram account for uh, Couples Therapy for the show, and I know someone had liked about 15 photos, but they did not follow our account. Now, I have to <laughs> ask you. Why would someone, and I've seen this before, why would someone, you could, because you can scroll through, you don't have to like any photos. Right, right. So why would you like 15 photos? You're like, oh, these photos are great. I love all this stuff. Yes, 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 yes. But, but you don't follow the account. Why? I put that to both of you. Oh, because you think we're young people who know what happens? (laughs) Well, I have, I mean, I'm going to let something out for you guys. I'm one of those people. What? What are you saying? Okay, so now, let us okay. in. Let yeah, us. Yeah, we need to the psychology of this. Okay, so listen, listen. There, listen. Okay, listen. <laughs> I follow a lot of people. I always get made fun of from all of my friends, uh, my fiance included, and they say you have this so like five hundred thousand followers or something, and you follow like five thousand people. Mm-hmm. That you don't even know. So it's like, of course, when I go on my Instagram, it's lit. I'm following <laughs> moms. I'm following cats and dogs. Yes. I'm following so many people that I met like at a bar like <laughs> 10 years ago. And I'll just, you know, if someone tags somebody and it's their birthday, my stalker ass goes on their page and I'm like, oh, look at their kids. Oh, they got married. Like, I'm living the life. 
but they're not qualified enough for me to be close. And you know, I can like a couple photos. Like I like that you got married. Who's not going to like that someone actually yeah. got married or had a baby, but I'm not going to follow you. Mm-hmm. You know, so I am one of those people that I'm, I'm drawn to a page and I'm like, Oh, look at what they they're doing. Yay. You, you did a big <laughs> thing. Oh, that was funny. Yay. Yay. I'll like it. Cause I support it, but is it enough to go on my very high following already list? To add, and then I look up because I'm a likable, you know, I like things. I'm a likable person. I like a lot of things. <laughs> and um, and then I get all in my heartstrings when she lost her father. Her mom is this. And then I'm following 20,000 people. <laughs> all right. Wait, I got more questions now. First. Why am I spending that much time on Instagram? <laughs> no, no, no. It's, I mean. Even before the pandemic, that's probably normal, but especially since uh, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, that was the year I have a I started a little thing on my phone that says like, how much time do you spend? And yes, uh, it's it's, so dreadful. It's it's, so judgy. I won't do it for that very reason. I don't need to know every time. Yeah, uh, I do it. I need to do that for myself even worse than I did yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) I need the guilt. I I get powered by it. I am Jewish. So, okay. (laughs) Um, first you can mute you, uh, I, and this is something that I have found if say someone, say you meet someone at a bar and they're like, Oh, I'm going to follow you right now. And you're like, Oh, great. Now I have to follow them right there. Cause they're like, they pull out their phone and they're like, look, I'm following you. And you're like, right. Mute. Oh, I love to be going to save you. It's going to Oh yeah. I've learned mute. I just learned it, but. So what I've been realizing is I don't know how to tell if someone's not following me because I follow a lot of people that also will unfollow, you know, like we followed each other once before or they don't have a lot of followers. So when I am going down and like, oh, I need to unfollow this person, I'll get the DM of why did you unfollow? No. What? Who would do that? We do. Wow. Okay. You know what though? But that's and I'm like, and these are people that I don't that aren't in my friend group. You know. Right. So it's like, hey, I saw that you unfollowed me. Did I say something? And I'm like, <sighs> wow. Honestly, I met you in like 2017 at a at a book signing event. Right. <laughs> All right. And I follow you. Follow me back. And then it comes up on your timeline, and they're just like, just staring into the camera doing. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I gotta unfollow you. Like we've grown apart. That's crazy behavior. Here's this other. Look, I don't mean to start off on a rant, folks. You're really giving us a lot of index (laughs) right now. You are really coming through right now. Yes, I'm I'm doing black secretary. You are. um, No, no, but like uh, I played one, and that's pretty accurate. (laughs) (laughs) But but uh, uh, if you're an artist and. You're showing me like your loved ones instead of your art. Get a different account. Have a separate account. For I that. see what you're saying. All right. Or if you're uh, an account for your dog or your cat or your animal or whatever. I did that. You- I did that. I started a different account. I love that. And yes, honestly, I you. will follow thank your animal. Do you know what I mean? You. Like I'm much more into whatever an animal is doing. I need than to human. do. I need to do more in order 
for it to build. Mm-hmm. But I was I was inspired one day. I was looking at one of those animals that I follow, and I have a Frenchie and uh, <gasps> Littlefoot. Yeah, his oh name is Peanut. My Frenchie's name is Peanut T'Challa. Oh and I- <laughs> Peanut T'Challa. But you have to be careful. You see people trying to take these Frenchies in these streets. Oh, I know. And they do. They stare at me. He is like forbidden fruit. Oh, my God. Yeah, he is like, when we're walking him, he knows he's cute. He knows he's cute. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. And I have a little chihuahua who's about to be 15. Aww. And she's not as cooperative for an account. She's uh-huh. very but she's not as cooperative. So we just give it to Peanut and we spread her around. Yep. 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 But, yep, yep, yep. That's smart. Yeah. Peanut knows his angles. You know, he knows his he... angles. He knows how to say it. He makes cute. His face is just very puppy like. <laughs> Little football. Tutorials where they do the, the thing where they put the, what is it, where they shading the their noses and stuff? What are you what talking about, honey? You know, what do you, you ever see those things on Instagram where people put like makeup You mean on like their... contour? Yeah, that thing. <laughs> Wait, but not an animal. Contour, a dog? I'm saying that's that's a new territory for Peanut uh, to. Okay, no. To no. embark on makeup tutorials. Exactly. Embark on. And- <laughs> Can I ask about the engagement? I am here for Andy's little jinx. He's lo- oh, good. Thank God. Now, embark- can you talk to me? You said you got engaged. Can yeah. you tell us? Can you tell us when? Can you tell us how? Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. You know, um, my fiance really outdid himself. Um, it was really sweet. Um, <laughs> on my Instagram page, some people cared. Some people were just like, "What's that?" Um, but I always said I wanted to be prepared. I wanted to be surprised but prepared. And uh, I'm a lot. If you can't tell, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I'm a little like I want. I I said something. I was like, I want Getty images. There. <laughs> I want people to care. You need to do it like where all my friends are there, but people that aren't in my circle are there too, so they can feel jealous as well. But I want everybody to see it and care, but not care as well. I don't want it to be too mushy, but I just want it to be just right. I want to lose control, but be together and tethered. (laughs) And, you know, I just, you know, but I was like, you know, he could have just rolled over and was like, will you marry me? And I'd be like, come here. But... That's not what he did. Um, I he told me he, he's a writer, so he told me he was having a meeting because he's been on Zoom and stuff, and he was writing on this AMC show. And so he was like, "I got this dinner, come to this AMC show." I had just finished filming a movie, so my whole life was just like, "Oh yeah, whatever you want to do." I don't have a schedule, but I want to see my friends. Like, but I'll go to this dinner. I was like, "I'm gonna get some braids." He was like, "Don't get braids," <laughs> and I was like. First of all, don't come for my black excellence like that. Like right, rock right. my hair. Like he was like, no, rock your rock your Renee wig or something. Like <laughs> I want you know, like these execs gotta see your beauty. Cause I always said I didn't want to have braids for pictures that last forever. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so yeah, so I wasn't even putting anything together. All my girlfriends knew and all that. So we get to the dinner. You know, and he's really quiet and stuff. I have no idea. I'm doing posts and on Instagram. <laughs> and, um, you know, the lady's taking me upstairs. I'm like, wow, she's acting real weird. Like, she didn't even have your name on the list. Like, she's wrong for that. Like, <laughs> you on a list? Like, you Nick Jones Jr. So, anywho, <laughs> we go upstairs and we walk in. And it's like the top floor of Wally's. So, it's like overlooking the restaurant. And I was like, oh, my God, they got a private room and we the first people here. 
<laughs> we the first people here and we black. <laughs> <laughs> the precedent. Like we good. We going to get all these free drinks. <laughs> and I was just talking shit, you know, and I walked around the corner and I saw my best friend who's from Baltimore and she's standing there. And I was like, first of all, I thought we died because she got two kids and a husband. So I was like, why are you here? Right, right, right. And then I, and everybody's standing there and they're like, yeah. And, I'm like, <laughs> and so I take off my jacket. Like I was ready. Like once I realized that I didn't die and I looked at Nick and Nick is like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, are you, we take my jacket off we get ready for this. Then I had a temper tantrum and I threw myself into the wall. What? Wait, wait, sorry. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Why the temper tantrum? Well, it wasn't a temper tantrum. It was just a burst of an emotion and an explosion of emotion. Oh, okay. And it was just, it looked like a temper tantrum because I had these heels on and I was just jumping up and down and I threw myself into the wall and I had a thank you Jesus shout. So it looked like a temper tantrum. It was like, oh my God! And then I threw myself into the wall and I was like, thank you Jesus! You did it for me! And I just, you know, did this whole thing and um, I kind of blacked out after that and then... um they had to bring me to him because I was still having my shout for Jesus moment. And um, yeah, it was amazing. I got on my knees with him. I was like, you did this. We doing this. And then I saw my ring and I was like, you are fucking nuts. <laughs> and I love it. It was perfect. I like it. So you were, it was almost like a Pentecostal kind of like speaking in tongues moment where you were. Oh, it was. I'm glad you know these words. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You do is what you hear. You yes, hear. absolutely, absolutely. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was, definitely. He prayed a lot. Now, how long had y'all been together? Uh, was this, obviously, you love him, right? And you, But, like, were you a girl growing up where you were like, I want to be married, you know, I want to be a wife, where is the husband? Do you know what I mean? It was going back and forth. You kind of lost hope, but there. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I gotta be honest, I mean, we met during the pandemic. Um, Yes, Lonnie Love introduced us. He met me actually seven years prior. Um, We met at a comedy show. I was doing stand-up at the comedy store. And uh, I was like, great. I always said, if I I have a husband, he's got to meet me in all my glory. On Mm -hmm. stage, I'm really ridiculous. I curse a lot. I'm a lot. And that's what I love about me. Um, So he needs to be very aware of that up front. And um, yeah, so we met then, but we, it just wasn't the time. Hung out with my friends. We all were in the same group of friends, but we just, you know, seven degrees, you know, and then panoramic happened. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, Lonnie hit me up while I was in quarantine in Canada about to film a movie. And she said, hey, I got this guy that's really interested in you. It just turned out it was him. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> God, is this my husband? Oh my God. Yeah, so I came out of quarantine with a boyfriend and a year later, we was engaged and stuff. Wait, what was the, for him, what was the process like when he was like, I, like he told your friend that I'm interested in her, but years later? No, no. So back then I didn't know Lonnie Love like that. It's so funny to say Lonnie Love, but yeah, it was Lonnie. 
I didn't know her like that. You know, like we, you know, we met each other at events and stuff like that. But um, he, uh, he and Lonnie were really close. Like they're like really good friends, sister, brother type. And so he had got out of a relationship. He has a daughter and he was like, you know, I'm ready to be married. And she's like, I know a lot of girls that are definitely your type, nice women. And, you know, he started laying out what he wanted and what he was looking for. And my name came up and he was like, oh, my God, I met her at a comedy show years ago. It's like, she's single. And then he called my friends and they were like, yeah, she's single. She just sitting at home with her dogs on a couch. Making money. And going home. And I was. So are you ready to be your your stepmom already? Kind of, right? Yeah. 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 We have a five-year-old. Oh, that's yeah. a good, cute age. That's, that's a great age. So adorable. And she's, it's really nice. It's, you know, it's a blended situation. Everyone's, you know, no drama. Everything's oh, just. We love that. We love I that. I love that, honey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, so it's, it's a blessing. I was definitely um, brought into a very nice situation. And yeah, it's been great. It's very adult. I yeah. am an adult. Was that like something you like? You said you had uh, lost hope before. It was like a uh, I'm making a wave with my hand. You were oh, emotional yeah. roller coaster. Yeah, I, if I didn't want to say roller coaster. Emotional roller coaster. <laughs> uh-huh. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, dating in LA ain't you know it's just a great. It's a roller coaster of emotions, <laughs> if I can say myself. I was outside. I was, I've been outside. I saw outside and I went back inside. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know what dating is like, except uh, outside of like watching Entourage or something <laughs> in this town. I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if it's like Entourage because that's mm. definitely from a male perspective. But for women, uh, especially black women. <laughs> Y'all, Brisha's face is just like she she smells something bad, but she can't talk about it. That's the expression. It's so, it's so, it's, it's poor. <laughs> what about like when you were young, like you grew up in Baltimore, right? Mm-hmm. Were you dating when you were in high school? Like what's, uh, let's go through every single. <laughs> <laughs> is this therapy? It is. <laughs> truly, truly. Oh, yes. Truly, truly. I honestly will say, I mean, and I mean, I was in high school when I was in Maryland. I wasn't, you know, like serious, like you're a child. You don't know what you're doing. You're just fucking up and yelling all the time, <laughs> you know, and breaking up and getting back together and putting trash together and making it beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, like you don't know what you're doing. You know, you're wearing spandex and crochet tops to the club. You don't know what you're doing. So I don't count Baltimore. I've been out in LA for a majority of the time. I went to college out here as well. So. Mm-hmm. I've been out here a very long time, so well, that's mm-hmm. a long time to be in in the darkness. I mean, I grew up, <laughs> I grew up in New York, but I wasn't a date. Like I was a nerd, and I'm always like, like boys weren't checking for me. I always wanted a boyfriend. It wasn't until I got to college that I had a boyfriend for the first time, mm-hmm. and I'm always like, it's like for the best, quite honestly, because. I'm telling you, I always say if any if any boy had paid attention to me in high school, I would have ended up 16 and pregnant. That's just me. oh, absolutely. I, I mean, look, I was one breath away from being probably 
uh, uh, yeah, I won't say it here, but yeah, I, I, I was one breath yeah. from being like a girlfriend that's pregnant and I would have become a nurse's aide. I don't think I would have stayed in school long enough to become a nurse. Um, <laughs> I, <would have> got <laughs> I don't care, but, or a teacher, you know, like just something that I know that I could, de- a teacher for sure. I was teaching in Baltimore before I came out here, but, um, yeah, it was just one breath, one breath. Mm-hmm. From a bad, you know, from a bad decision at that age. Everyone is. We're, we don't know what we're doing. By the way, great title for a book. One breath from a bad decision. Mm. One yeah. breath. That's Let gospel. Break that down. <laughs> you know what, Andy? You, Naomi can call me anytime. You know? <laughs> One breath. Oh my God. <laughs> Copyright. Bad decision. Yes. 2022, Brisha Webb. <laughs> Always, always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but, that's, really, that's really what it was. I was one breath, one yeah. breath. Yeah. So what? So like, okay, th- this is another thing that I think is difficult. Like Naomi and I got together when we were both like starting comedy in New York, and you were already like already in your career and dating here in Los Angeles. Uh, and how do you like do both? Because I found that like you have to kind of. It's very difficult, I guess, to. To have a job, like to, to have a career, to like to like really be yeah. in this. Yeah, that's why it was a roller coaster of emotions because you can't commit yourself one hundred to one or the other. You know, like my my partner has always been my career. You know, mm-hmm. like you're and especially doing stand up. I commend you guys for being a couple. It's hard to find someone that understands the lifestyle of a comedian going up at night, being around a lot of male energy. Um, You don't really see women, you know, that you can be supported by. I, for one, did. And I had very nice gentlemen that have aided me and helped me along the way that were friends, uh, walked me to my car at night. Um, You know, we would have late shows in L.A. that would be at like 12, 1 o'clock at night, you know, and so it's definitely not a situation where you can be with a man that works a regular job or has those type of, you know, older logic, you know, of what a woman's supposed to be in their lives, a supporter. And you're like leaving for your work at seven o'clock and you won't be back until three because you got to punch up jokes at the bar and, you know, like just the whole lifestyle of it. And so I feel like my life kind of didn't go in that direction. I was doing it for fun. It was always a hobby because my main profession was acting in television, you know, in movies. So I had an audition in the morning and work. So like, so mainly my career just took, wasn't really in stand up as much, but, um, but still even doing film and television, you got to kiss who? Right, 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 right. You gotta do what? You know, like in jealousy. And it's hard. They say they want a strong black woman, but then when they show up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ain't that the truth? You you want her to have everything, have her own bag. She got her own bag. She doing well, (laughs) honey. She's doing well. And you over here intimidated by that? Absolutely. You're giving me real Diane Carroll energy right now. Absolutely. It changes. Comes in and out. She comes in. There's a lot of people that come in here. (laughs) A lot of people. That's why I say every character Naomi plays has to be asexual. I demand it. He demands it. Right. He demands it. it. You know what I'm saying? Look, my fiance be like, listen, so we got to talk about it. I'm like, this is 
the job. <laughs> this is yeah. Yeah, you're kissing a lot on Run the World. Yeah, it's a lot. Oh, yes, honey. Listen. Listen. It's hard. <laughs> you know, it's hard out here for a pimp. You know. It's um, hard. I feel like this is the perfect time to take a break to get into these questions because, yes. Brisha, people, okay, you know we're going to answer people's questions, okay? We're going to help them handle their scandal. They're on an okay. emotional journey and they need us. They need us, okay? Bring it in. Okay. Right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back to answer your advice questions after this. Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Can we take a minute and talk about skims? Now, you know I'm a recent skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims Basics and Foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the Soft Smoothing Seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office, okay? I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the Soft Smoothing Seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray, and it is so friggin' soft and comfortable, and it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got and the new t-shirt shop. Hey, y'all, wanted to pop in real quick and let you know that if you like what you hear and you want to support the show, there are a couple different ways. Most of our support comes from our wonderful Patreon community. For $5 a month, you get two bonus episodes of just us mostly spilling the tea mm-hmm. and occasionally searching for crazy bread in Los Angeles, plus lots of other bonus content. We love our page pals, and we couldn't do this without you. And if you want to join, go to patreon.com slash couples therapy pod. We also have merch, which includes gotta miss a bitch and Jublu t-shirts, yeah. which you can find in the link tree in our Twitter or Insta bios. And for absolutely zero dollars, you can rate and review the show on Apple. Five stars, please. It'll only take 10 seconds and it helps us tremendously. Okay, that's it. We love you deeply. Now back to the show. And we're back, honey. Brisha Webb is going to help us help you. That's what's going to happen here. 
That was amazing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure our, our listeners are desperate for our wisdom. Yes. The wisdom mm-hmm. of uh, a writer, two stand-up slash actors. <laughs> and we try to the best of our ability to help them. And they send in questions over Twitter and mm-hmm. Instagram, yes. Yes. Gmail. And of course, our favorite is voicemails. Naomi, yes. what is that number? I think it's 323-524-7839, honey. Because when you give me that voicemail, I get to hear where you're at emotionally. I can hear the crack in your voice. I can hear the darkness. Okay? And that's why I like when you call in. So you got to give us a ring when you're really struggling. Now, I picked this one, again, at random, but I think it actually fits here we go. Hi, Naomi and Andy. It's me here. And I just wanted to say I am such a big fan of the show. I don't know how it would have gone through my commute without you guys. So thank you. I always look forward to my Tuesday podcast uploading. I first found you guys through, I forgot <laughs> I how, but I did see you guys live at a Brooklyn show. And you guys were just as awesome as I thought you guys would be. I also saw you guys at a, a bar that we stopped by after, and I did contemplate whether to ask you guys for an autograph. I really wish I did, but you guys looked like you guys were just done for the evening, so I just decided to She would ask you to follow her on Instagram. Well, I'm calling because I just came back from a wedding, and as beautiful as it was, it also confirmed my belief of weddings are useless. They are so stressful. Oh, by the way, I was part of the bridal party as well, but my third one, I keep promising myself I will never do it again, but what can you do when you're celebrating love? Ah. So, I don't know. It just confirmed again my belief of they're very expensive. No one's really having that much fun. Also, I don't know how they plan these things, but why is it that they don't accommodate or understand that the guests We'll have this awkward kind of shuffling, and what's funny is that the venue was actually set until 11, but we ended at 9 because, like I said, versus COVID, it was kind of boring, DJ stuff, <laughs> and I just don't want to spend this kind of money and time. I mean, kudos to those who want to do it, and you do you, but I was wondering, what are the other options then for someone who is still expected somewhat to have some sort of sort of celebration but not in the typical way i want to elope eventually but ultimately everyone's going to make us do a wedding anyway so i just want to have some options open thanks guys i love the show again and please let me be anonymous thank you (laughs) oh she was fine i loved how she opened up with it's me (laughs) (laughs) i know i was like who me She's called several times. You guys know her? <laughs> it's me. I was like, okay. I'm in. It's me, Anonymous. Okay, so, Brisha, you are... Well, first, let me ask this. Have you been a bridesmaid before? Yes. Absolutely. Look at his face. That's a bridesmaid. That's I mean, I've always been a bridesmaid. I was a maid of honor to my best friend's wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, haven't been in any other ones because most of my friends... Aren't <laughs> Was it boring? What did you enjoy the wedding? Oh, absolutely. It was my best friend's wedding. I mean, it was like partly my funeral of a wedding as well, because I was losing my best friend. <laughs> Not losing her, but it, you know, it's like for a best friend to, you know, give her best friend away to her husband. I was like, 
But uh, yeah, it was it was a beautiful wedding. It was a beautiful party. Lots of food. I know it was very expensive and everyone showed up and there was a lot of panic about that. <laughs> do you do you want a big I mean look based on the proposal I'm assuming the wedding is going to be huge I, listen now that we're going through it it's like yo you want to just go down the street <laughs> but I don't already you know and we've already and here we are and you know we're going to pray to COVID just calm the fuck down so we can just mm-hmm. uh, but you know it's it's, you know, we're trying to do it as safely as possible. I have a lot of friends. Yeah. You know, I have a lot of people that mean a lot to me in LA. And so, and in, you know, in all respects of life, but you know that I have, and my fiance is like, yeah, I'm good with this. Like, we need to keep it small. And I'm like, <laughs> I got 500 people. That ain't the world to me. Call that a big wedding if you want, but I need people to be there. You know? <laughs> I think that's the problem. The the you know we've been together for twelve years, and so well, two things. One, every time we go to Planet, a new wave of something hits. <laughs> so right. like And so we're just like, great, fuck it. All right, we'll wait another two months until this dies down. Uh, and then the other thing is that our list uh, has grown and morphed. Yes. And we go through it every like I don't know year or two, and are just like, well, this person is we're no longer friends with. The, all these family members of mine have passed away. All like, oh, we're now friends with all of these people. I mean, for 12 years, 12 years of yeah. being together, you will add people and subtract people to your lives. I mean, even where our list was before, we're going through it. You know, I'm scared to pull it back out because <laughs> I thought it was going to be the end of us. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, we got through that. But, you know, just making the list and looking at money, it's a lot. But it should, I mean, for her situation, to be like so bored. I don't know what wedding she's been at, but like the weddings that I go to are lit. We're dancing. There's, I mean, you know, I'm a lit person. I hang around lit people. <laughs> well, especially because she was like, yeah, this wedding, it was supposed to go till 11 and we ended at nine. And I'm just like, right. okay, this was not going well. This I was like, I've never well. heard of an I'm early trying to have an after party. <laughs> Exactly. I'm, like, I'm trying to have an after party after the wedding. I got a whole outfit plan. <laughs> a quick change. You need a quick change, yeah. of course. Lots of quick changes. Lots of hair changes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I want a party. Like if nobody got to be there, Brie should party. <laughs> Just give me a playlist and a dress and a but camera. Like- but like alternative, an easy alternative is restaurant. Like if you're saying you're like, I don't want to do the wedding thing. What can we all agree on? Everyone loves food. So you just like get a private room at a restaurant, have everybody eat something, you wear a cute outfit, let them take some pictures. There you go. That's your alternative that is still like an event. You still get to invite, you know, you bring together the people you want to bring together, but it doesn't have to be like, you know, a DJ being like, welcome the bride and groom. You know, like they do that kind of stuff. Groom. I hate it so much. So many ways. I mean, I don't I couldn't tell in the conversation you know, that she was having with us on voicemail, me. Um, I couldn't tell if she had a significant other yet. And I, at first, was, I'm I'm a girly girl, but I'm not mushy. I'm really shy when it comes around me showing affection. And like, you know, oh. like, like, oh, like, like I'm, I want to perform. Mm-hmm. So I've always said that I didn't want to do that uh, much stuff. But, you know, when you get with that person that is supposed to be your person, you it things change. 
you know, so you just I, that my my advice would be wait until you meet that person, your person, and all of it will be downloaded. You guys will decide together what that moment is supposed to be. It can't be something you can pre-plan. It has to be something that you guys both agree on and it'll be at the right time and it'll be perfect for you two because it's not for anyone else. It's for you two. Yeah, that's true. But then everybody got their opinions. And that's what makes it so well, hard. It's a, like yeah, that's a for thing. you, but also the entire time you're planning for everyone else. Do you know what I mean? I know. Like, that's another what? thing. You got to shut your parents up. You got to shut people out. You got to just like, you know, like there was a couple conversations where I was like, listen, <laughs> they would have said, let me know. <laughs> you know, you know, when you're picking out your dress, you're doing your thing. This is your day. This ain't her day. Mm-hmm. This wait, ain't wait. his day. It's, you know, even your groom, he got to understand it's your day. <laughs> wait, were you really able to do that with your parents? Because I remember us having a talk with our parents uh, about like, hey, we don't, you know, we don't want the kinds of things that you want for your, you know, we want a nice, fun wedding. And yeah. the things that you want seem to make it stodgy. And they got very, um, what's the word I'm looking Offended for? Offended and bad. <laughs> That's the first step as a couple, I believe. What I found is your first step together, making your own opinion, forming your own like decision like your own stance on something that identity, like, I feel like it puts you in your own category of like, we believe this, this is what we want. Your parents can't disagree with that because they had to ultimately do the same thing. It's been happening since the beginning of time. Like, this is what we do in our house. You can't say this is what we do in my house because our house is not your house. Right. We're making our own house. <laughs> Brisha, can I give you my parents' phone number? Can you give them a call? You could probably say you're me, and they won't know the difference. I said what I said. Exactly. Not that kind of white people. Oh, I know. I'm teasing. They're very sweet, but I'm just saying. I said, look, this is this is what I think. Figure out what you think is a fun time, and do that. Yes. Whatever you think is a fun, if it's if whatever, if it's like board games, you like playing board games. <laughs> oh, I ain't giving you a gift if you invite me to board games. I'm not. You ain't no, getting I'm a Cuisinart just, for I'm me. I'm not saying it's like a, you know a picnic table outside with battleships. <laughs> but I'm saying figure yeah. out something that's a yeah. little grandiose. I saw, a little right, elevated. I saw somebody that did a Marvel wedding. They what? they came dressed up as Marvel characters. Oh my goodness, that you is. Know, everybody came to it was like a costume party. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, that's fun for them and they friends. Like, that's what they wanted to do. That's the shit that makes them happy. Yes. You got yes. to do the thing to make you happy that has fun. You know, they do the cause, pause, the cause, play. Like, they like all that stuff. Like, you got to do what makes you happy. Okay, now Brisha's giving us 227 energy. <laughs> now she is sitting on the now, stoop. Now, you know, a lot of people have come in here. Jack A. Harris is coming here. Like, <laughs> lot. You got to do what makes you happy. <laughs> Ain't got to make sense to nobody else. Just you and your boo. That's true. That's true. If you and your boo having a good time and everybody looking at y'all stupid, who cares? That's y'all friends. They supposed to support you. Mm-hmm. They supposed to be your friend and love y'all through it. Be like, look at them weirdos loving each other. They deserve each other. <laughs> be happy for them. Uh, that's, that's good. True. That's good. That's All right. true. 
we got another voicemail here. Okay. What's this one? Oh. Here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, I only listened to like the first 15 seconds of a lot of these. So uh, this, I titled this in a funny way. Let's see if it bears out. Hi, Andy and Naomi and Mabel. Hope you're all well. Um, I'm calling to ask your advice on whether or not I should tell my brother that I don't like his girlfriend. Um, to give you a little bit more context, um, it's my younger brother. He's 10 years younger than I am. And due to the age difference and a variety of other family circumstances that I won't get into, um, I've always been a little bit of a mother figure in addition to being his big sister. Um, now that we're older, I'm 30, he's 20. Um, we're a little bit back to a more typical sibling relationship, but I definitely still have some sort of parental, um, you know, feelings about him. So I sometimes struggle to know how much I should be involved in his life. I don't want to tell him what to do, but I do feel sometimes that I know what's best for him. Um, The girlfriend is just very annoying and (laughs) immature and very dependent on my brother in a way that I don't love. Um, Like I said, they're only 20 years old. They already have moved in together and she talks a lot about like their future together and where they're going to end up and where they're going to live after college. And I just think that they're too young for that kind of commitment. And I want him to be able to make his own life decisions without having to change them for her because like I said she's not very independent and I think that she would struggle without him around and I just don't want him to have that responsibility so anyways should I tell him this um I really just don't think that she's good for him and for lack of a bell phrase I think he could do better Hmm. um but I obviously don't want to push him away or anything like that so do I tell him that I don't like her, that I think she's not good enough for him? And if so, how do I go about having that conversation? Okay, thanks. Bye. Hmm. Now, Brisha, do you have siblings? Do you have play cousins? Do you have people in your life who you feel like you need to, you know, parent? Yeah, I have a brother. He's six years younger than me, so I understand where she's coming from. And... Mm-hmm. Have you, you know, how close are y'all? Like, will you tell him don't do that or I don't like so-and-so you running around with? (laughs) Is it like that? I have to look at my life, you know, and realize that everything that I've gone through prepared me for the next thing. And you got to just make sure you don't get in the way of growth. You know, you can say he's 20. He going to meet some some frogs along the way that are going to teach him and prepare him for whatever else he's going to go through. Everything is for a season. So, you know, have him come to this own his own mind. Like things will happen that, you know, as long as she ain't doing drugs and putting him in danger, you know, she's putting him in harm. Like, okay, you got to say, like, you can actually have an opinion and be like, I don't think she's good for you. But that she's clingy and dependent. She 20 years old. Exactly. She annoying. She 20 years old. She don't know how to do nothing. She just moved out of her parents' house. Like, 
he got to come up with that on his own. You know, all you can suggest to him is that life is keep your life young, like have fun. Don't limit yourself. Like that's the only advice you can tell. There's so many things out there that you haven't even seen yet. If you place yourself with one person and you get married and you move in, like you moving too fast, like compare your life to his. And if you're so far up his life, go get your own life, girl. (laughs) Go get you 30 years old. Don't be his mother because you know what? He's going to resent you. He's going to resent you. My brother resents my ass. I still say what I want. (laughs) I don't like her. And look at us now. (laughs) Take advice from me. Let that baby grow up. Let that baby grow up on his own. Yeah, I that's my gut too. As soon as she said twenty, I was like, oh well, yeah, of course. Whoever you with don't make no sense, or like the things you're doing. But it's so true. It's like, you know, just don't get her pregnant, and you just will be fine. You'll be fine. Make some mistakes. I was one breath away from a mistake. Exactly. So, and from a decision, a bad decision. So seriously, it's just. You just let people make bad decisions until they fall into the right one. So you're saying every day the caller should sneak in, (laughs) brush up a birth control pill and put it in the brother's girlfriend's milkshake. Yeah, her morning milkshake. Yep, every morning a milkshake. Is that that what you guys are saying? Just making sure she is just having her – she is taking care of her contraceptive journey. Because it's like a 20 – I mean – Contraceptive journey. (laughs) You're 20, right? Like, okay, you don't want to get stuck in your 20s. Right? You don't want to stay. Right. You know. Also, you live with somebody because it's like, it's cute to play house. You're finally on your own and like you want to live, you know what I mean, with your boyfriend. It's like that all happens. And, you know, it's not the end of the world. He can end up being one of those guys, you know, or just people, period, where, you know, you date, you're like with somebody for a lot of your teens and 20s. And then, like, at 28, you're pretty much acting like a kid again because you, been with a person the whole time like i had a friend yeah i had a friend in college or and who like she was with one boy for like seven eight years and then when they finally broke up we were like 26 in new york and she was just like this is my time and it was like yeah that's what she had to do and then she you know calmed down from her wild days you know what i mean went to grad school (laughs) got it together but that was just what had to happen who does I'll be putting names out on the pod, Andy. Right, but we all know those people. Like, right. I mean, honestly, when I was growing up and I was dumb, I would be like, oh my God, we're going to like play house. I wanted to do that with everybody. I believed every, I would write the names down. I was dumb. <laughs> I was young and dumb, trying to make shit work with squares and put them in triangles. It was awful. Mm-hmm. It's so true. It's Wait, so true. Did you- at what point did you kind of um, get out of that phase? When I got engaged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, how did you know, though? Because I will say, right, because, yeah, you said you were young and dumb. And I think there's also it's interesting because especially with the careers, you know, but being in this business, so many ups and downs, feast and famine, you don't know what's going to come. That can mess with your self-esteem and already. So I know for me, it's like, I don't, in a way, I'm very glad I'm partnered because I don't have the bandwidth to deal with the emotional ups and downs of like, I like him. He doesn't like me. It's already like, I'm already getting that with every audition. So I don't need that <laughs> romantic. Come home. 
Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of times where you just have to choose yourself because you can only you can't deal with both. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so a lot of my time out here has either been coupled with a person that was just the wrong person or a lot of time where I just am so self-sufficient, so independent that I'm still working through those things uh, to be able to be coupled. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, it's just it's you, if you can have it one way or you can't like you just are so used to holding. I mean, that's deep. Right. You know, when you get to a certain age as a woman and you're so used to going through the ebbs and flows of the career and how you are able to cope with a lot of things, you know, and I mean, in every profession of a single woman that's single or a man that's single, you learn how or them who's single, like until you find your your person, you're just dealing and coping. And going through life. And then when you get that person and they see you and you're you see them, you just like, hey, this is my stuff. That's how I do it. Can you deal with it? It's like, hey, this is my stuff. Can you deal with this shit? Oh shit. Well, here it goes. Let's try it. So you don't really know. You just gotta deal with each other's shit and take it day by day. But was there something that your fiance like? You know how you have a moment with somebody where you're like, oh, yeah, you get it. Or like I can not not necessarily you're the one because it's not all rom coms, but that feeling of like you get me or I can fuck with you. You know, like I know that like you're going to be a good you're a good partner, a person. Was there something Did he ever do something where you were like, "Okay, okay, you're you're tender. Of course. I mean, yeah, I, I look at the heart of people. You know, and, you know, my baby got a beautiful heart. He makes me laugh. Like all of those things that you want to connect with someone, mm-hmm. you know, you want to connect with someone that gets your goofy, that gets your, you know, all of the ding, ding, dings that make you who you are. If they can get with that and then they have the foundation of, you know, your morals and spirituality and, you know, and what they believe in and they have that as well as, understanding all the ding ding dings in your life sex love laughter the things that make you roll over in the middle of the night and smile (laughs) those are the things that make you know that you know yeah i want to do this with this person well it's so funny because i always say the first time was when you and i went to go see my god alice in wonderland Oh, the midnight like a, showing. Yeah, that was like first date somewhere around there. Yeah, and it was like you were like, oh, I got tickets to the screening, like the midnight show. So I was like, oh yeah, let's go, and and we're sitting there, and it was oh yeah, it was three D too. So I have on three D glasses over my own glasses. It's like not a pretty picture. And at one point, we like started holding hands, and then like we ended up holding hands the whole movie. And at one point, Andy, there was something in his like opposite pocket. Basically, he needed to let go of my hand to get it out of his pocket. But he didn't do that. He like contorted his body so he could use the other hand to get it out of his pocket. And that's when I was like, this is the sweetest, most tender man I have ever met in all my days. Like it was like that kind of small thing, especially. Oh, yeah. If it's just like one small thing, I was on set. And, you know, because I met him while on the phone. I pretty much we dated for a whole month on the phone, like a month and a half. Uh, And he woke me up for every call time. Wow. And he still does that. So he wakes up, even if I'm on the East Coast, when I was doing Run the World, he came for a month. And before then, he would always wake me up 
with every call time. But during the month that we were just starting to get to know each other, you know, falling asleep on the phone and all that cute shit, you know, but still waking me up, you know, to make sure I'm getting up to make my call time. That's thoughtful. And, you know, just just being like just having a partner. You know, I had never had a partner, you know, it's just me dealing with everything. When he did that, I was like, this is my husband. He cares that I know my lines. I'm showing up on time. Like I'm already going to do that for myself, but to know that he cares enough to do that. I knew, I knew before then, but then when he started doing that, I was like, you know what? <laughs> you, I can't wait to give you this booty. I swear. <laughs> give me this. <laughs> oh my god that is very real especially i'm like because you wouldn't wake me up for my call time it's like um you gotta be up at 5 a.m i will not take any part in that and that is very tender yeah. what don't make that face i set my alarm for you but only if i hey, come on you. andy you better come on that's right he said i set my alarm for you he's I felt that don't play this for laughs. I I'm not playing it for I laughs. You, first of all, we've had a good conversation. We have company. <laughs> Don't you start undermining me in front of company, especially another real, black woman. Right here. Look, if I tell Nick to come up here, he's going to start some shit too. Now, don't just tell him that one time I did that. <laughs> tell him. <laughs> oh, it's so true. Uh, it's so true. So, said, to the- I, I said my long time. You got to say it. <laughs> Do not interfere with your brother. Let, Do not interfere with your brother. Make, let him figure it out. Let him figure it and, out. Because like also He's too, years old. and also like you in general too. Even with friends, you know, when someone's dating someone that you don't like. To me, it's like, you got to kind of say nothing, especially even when they do that fake up, when they break up for like a week. Don't even say nothing until like it's really had time to be real. Because when that, when they break up for real or when you're, that person decides, I got to get out of this and I don't know how they mm-hmm. need to be able to come to you and know that you're not going to say, I told you so. And it's about damn time. And then nah, nah, nah. it's like, okay, I'm going to help you pack up a bag. Let's go. That's oh, you. you. That's you, Brisha. <laughs> yes. That wow. Is me. Wow. That's wow. why my brother be like, fuck Brisha. <laughs> <laughs> Like I told you about that bitch, she wasn't shit from the beginning. (laughs) 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 You have to keep an open door because I'm always like, especially I feel like like when female friends have a boyfriend who's terrible, where I'm like, she needs to know that when she's ready, I will be there. I will bring an Uber to the door, and I will help her get out when she needs to get out. So that's why I try to be real quiet and don't say nothing about him, even when she called to complain about him. Don't join in. Don't join in. See, I'm doing all of that and talking shit at the same time because that's my second language. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There's Rita and then there's talking shit. It's <laughs> English and then there's talking shit. <laughs> that's me. So you're bilingual is what you're telling I'm us. I'm very bilingual. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Special skills on the res. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, I was in my head because yes. I was thinking, I'm like, I don't think I, my guy friends, I, we don't talk about this kind of stuff. We mostly just uh, do bits <laughs> and talk about uh, different things we hate about this industry. Mm-hmm. Or if they don't aren't in this industry, we talk about their kids. Well, you had a friend who had a girlfriend where you where it was like, oh, I don't think that's good. 
And so, but I don't know, if, but he told you about stuff that was going on in the relationship. Which friend? Oh, I'll bleep it out. Yes. Uh, but I never said, like, she sucked. Uh-huh. Okay. I never said she sucked. I just, like, listened to him. Like, oh, that's okay. Because there was a lot of, like, uh-huh. Oh, that kind of thing. And then in my head, I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Not... Yeah, a little tugging at my collar. Like, yeah. oh boy. You know, like, it's it's also, it's like whatever you share, you have to be open to. If they're sharing their woes and stuff, you you know, you can't you just tell people to shut up. <laughs> Brisha, come on. You have. You have. You've been like, I can't today. Could you not? I can't right now. Have you? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Brisha's giving us a little nod because, yes, yeah, she has. And I believe it. I believe it. I'm like, you either going to stay there or you not. <laughs> you dealing with you like something. <laughs> oh, my God. Brisha, uh, thank you so much for coming on this podcast. I want to hang out with you guys in, in real life. This me too i need black friends in la too because i don't know what's going yeah, on here so you guys are in la mm-hmm. so you guys are well, i'm not gonna put y'all business out there <laughs> um, yes we're 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 right in la too yes we must oh god that'll be so beautiful also just you know not for the listener but is peanut around right now could He's peanut not. Oh. Peanut and Littlefoot, we take breaks. So they have, they're so popular that they have an auntie that lives in Marina Del Rey. And she's much more active with them than I am. She lives by the beach and they're so bougie. Mm. So Peanut lives by the beach. Wow. On some weekends. Okay. So So Peanut's thriving. Yeah, because, you know, with pandemic, you know, like, she don't, you know, she's just like, girl, just bring him over to my house. I'm like, girl, I'm sick of waking up early and taking him outside. And she's like, girl, bring him over. I'm, I'm fine. I love that. I was like, please. Oh, that's a beautiful friend. That's a beautiful friendship. We got to find somebody like that. Somebody with some outside who will just like uh, run Mabel. Sorry, I was just thinking again. I had one guy friend. We were starting a burgeoning friendship. And he's like, oh, you know, I like to talk about relationships and girls and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, not me. And that was the end of the friendship. <laughs> Wait, he you never, said not me? Yeah, he never wanted to hang out again. <laughs> Wait, not why did you, Yeah, why'd you say not me? I'm like, oh, I'm not going to talk about that stuff. <laughs> I did not sign up for a friendship oh, where I talk about girls and, and relationships. Yeah, I, I just feel like in general, don't talk about it. They don't talk about it. And yeah. I'm just like, I asked my fiance, I'm like, what do you, what do you guys talk about? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you like? Do you run anything like across the board? Like, hey, you know, like I was thinking about asking Brisha this. Like, do you try it out? Right. Right. Well, meanwhile, at the ranch, me and my girlfriends, we'd be like, so I'm thinking about doing this. You know, you want to test the water first or see if you overreacted in the argument. So you could be like, you know what, babe? I was tripping. I talked it over with my girls and it was ready. <laughs> That's right, so like true. you gotta try things out. Mm-mm. Yeah. Save it's... it for your therapist. That's what I say. Save it for your therapist. Right, everyone? Let's no. Nope. No, once a week is not enough, honey. Not enough. <laughs> like, something happened tomorrow. It hasn't even happened. And I'm already need to run it by my girls. Absolutely. Where my yeah. girls at? Where my girls at from the front to back? <laughs> That's what that, you know, I need, I need them on my back and my front. Oh. Uh. Well, Brisha, I got your back and your front and your sides. 
thank you for coming on this pod, for helping us help these people out in these streets. What a delight. A damn delight. Damn delight. All right. And we'll see you all next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.